it's me and Gio here. Hello. Hello, I'm Allie. I'm Gio. <laughs> we still have to work on this. Yeah. <laughs> We've never perfected it. It'll never be good. It'll never well, be perfect. It won't. I And I think that it won't be perfect because that's just not who we are. We're not stick to the script kind of people, you no, know? No, no. There's no way, shape, or form we're stick to the script people. All right, well, now you're here in my head. <laughs> <laughs> like you are every time I watch an anime. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that mean? Because I feel like you're like my anime grandfather like you're my <laughs> anime uncle Iroh you know I feel oh, like I'll you are take that I'll take that who That's else great. like I would say like sensei but it's like you're not I guess you're not teach but you're like yeah, I guess you I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah well the the okay I'll do this so the the story of our anime show is that yes from my perception geo is is an an anime watcher for a very long time he has been watching since he was very young and geo's the kind of person where it's not a hobby it's a grind <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hobby it's a grind and it's both it's both definitely both when I did you start um yeah so i think so I started in elementary school was the very first time I ever saw. And, 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 you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm of the, I'm of the, of the anime community that subscribes to the idea that Pokemon and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh are anime because um, mm. quite literally they are. And, you know, there are people who genuinely don't know that, but I mean, it, it, it in fact, <laughs> it actually is. So I mean, I was obviously in elementary school watching those, but I think some of the non-stream anime that I started watching happened on accident. So when I was a little kid, I actually really used to struggle, struggle sleeping. And I would take this opportunity to sneak into the kitchen and steal marshmallows um, constantly. And, you know, believe it or not, like I'd be up all night eating these and that and Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. And then like occasionally I'd find like Bill Nye the Science Guy that started at like, I don't know, was it like four or five in the morning? But if it was at night, I would accidentally catch Adult Swim and Toonami. And the very first thing I ever, ever saw was Roni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho and Inuyasha, like literally one after the other. Um, I stumbled upon it one night and I had I was so sleepy by the end, but I was so interested. But I crashed and I didn't remember like what channel it was. I didn't remember the names because they were these weird Japanese names right like mm -hmm. Yasha, like as an elementary school kid could not remember that for whatever reason Yu-Gi-Oh totally fine Inuyasha definitely not and I just never knew how to find them again so it wasn't till years later I mean I was in like the end of middle school discovered anime again and um, I think if I remember correctly it all started with Inuyasha um, weirdly enough, my next anime was Flame of Rekka, which we could talk about another time, but my first one was Inuyasha because I, I saw a poster of it at the mall and I was like, oh my God, I remember that from like ch my childhood. What is that? And I went into the store and asked somebody, and they're like, oh, that's Inuyasha. And I was like, what is that? And went back and watched that and 
and then I also very shortly after that found Roni Kenshin. So yeah, anyways, all this is to say it technically started when I was in elementary school, but it really started in middle school, like at the high chubby, awkward phase. Um, oh, at the absolute pinnacle of it. You know, that's funny because I, in my mind, I'm like, I know you love Naruto and I know Naruto special. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, Naruto is number one. So I'm like, oh, surprised again to hear that you're saying like that it was in Yasha. Well, and, and I'll we'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll this is a disclaimer, especially for people who know Naruto is my favorite, hands down. Um, I, I would, I will never go on record or even off the record and say that I think Naruto is the best anime in the world from a quality perspective because it's not there are just other series that like episode per episode are I think just masterpieces and like Naruto is always going to be close to my heart but ironically I didn't want to watch Naruto when I first heard about it so I had finished Inuyasha, Roni Kenshin and um a couple of others like Samurai Champloo, Flame of Rekka which is from the like 90s or like early 90s maybe even late 80s no it has to be 90s no way um but then i i started bleach and Mm. i i fell in love with bleach and i caught up to bleach and i was so disappointed when i caught up to bleach um because i just finished the um very well known like rookie retrieval arc well um like rescue arc i forget the actual name of it i'm thinking of the the Sasuke ritual arc um but anyways the <laughs> arc where he does something in the soul society and I won't like leave it as a spoiler because Ali I know you're about to start that but I just finished that and I walked into an anime store at the mall and I was like I need something else to watch I really and someone was like oh you should watch Naruto if you like Bleach you'll like Naruto and I was like that's the weird like ninja one with the kid with the yellow hair right and they're like, yeah, you should really give it a chance. I was like, nah, I'm just like not interested. And like, it, I actually watched a couple of anime before that. I think I watched like two or three old, older anime that I was interested in. Um, and then I finally gave Naruto a chance. And then I like finished the whole, the whole thing and that was caught it. up. Yeah, that was it. But yeah, I, I had some serious hesitancy towards Naruto. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear about you too. Like, I'm sure people who are listening, like, enough about me here for a moment. Like, what was the start of your anime journey here? Um, and, like, why did you start? Well, the thing is, you know it all too well, because I, I blame you for who I am today. <laughs> I blame you for who I am today, because um, we were rooming together, and you, of course, I and I used to tease you. I used to say, like, naruto the wrong way just to annoy you because i knew you loved it and i had no idea what it was i had no idea for years and then we watched naruto um, i I, that's what you said naruto 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 (laughs) it's so it's i i'm ashamed with myself because now i know (laughs) now i know and oh what a man but how did it start? Like, how did yes. it all start? How did it started through Avatar: The Last Airbender? That was my straight through, like, uh, streamline straight into the world of like animation at the adult level. <laughs> and I guess the kid, like, the, well, because 
for me, Avatar The Last Airbender was like I had seen it growing up like I was watching it, but like it was never like. I don't know if it wasn't cool. I have no idea, but like I did, none of my friends were watching it. That was not a thing. So like, I remember like, oh yeah, I know that's on. I know like Nickelodeon's doing this big thing. It's a little, I knew it was a big deal. And I didn't know Cora existed at all until way later when like after we started Avatar The Last Airbender, I was like, oh, this thing exists. And so I of course loved it. I was like, this is a masterpiece. And and not for children, even though it is. And then, you know, I think you, I try to remember what the first anime was because like I did Avatar The Last Airbender, then I did Korra. And then I think I started, I think actually I did Avatar The Last Airbender and I started My Hero. I think that was the next one I watched, but I didn't I finish right. it you didn't. until I watched Korra. And then it took me a little bit of a time to kind of get and doing my hero. I genuinely can't remember. And the thing is, this was only like two years ago. Yes. I'm almost three, almost three years. So I'm very new. I think what happened was, and first of all, let me take a step back to Avatar here for a second, because (laughs) I will never forget going into my room after watching an episode and you falling asleep Um, because you would fall asleep watching these episodes and it wasn't kind of like and you weren't trying to be like rude you were really trying to keep it together but you would ever so quickly fall to deep sleep and it was it wasn't like one of those things where you like put your hand to your face and lean against the couch and like got comfortable you were in like proper sit-up position and you just softly fell into it and then when you woke up it was like the most peaceful wake up it was kind of like a what did I miss it (laughs) like and it wasn't like it was (laughs) rude like but I remember one time sitting in my bed you had gone to your bed and I was sitting in my bed and I was looking up at the ceiling and I was strategizing I was like how can I get her to take this seriously because she's not taking it seriously and I know she's gonna like it Mm -hmm. right because for context at this time you were exploring martial arts as a performer right we're both trained actors but you went in a you you've taken on a, a level of education in in martial arts, particularly through the lens of an actor, in ways that I've never even touched. But at the moment, the idea of the sword, the idea of martial arts, was just like really picking up for you. And mm-hmm. I knew that this like introduction into you know this medium of art and like and what they, this medium of art can do that organic like human to human storytelling can't mixed with martial arts would catch your attention just as somebody, you know, I know you well, you appreciate art. So I knew this was gonna work. I just had no idea how. And I stared at the ceiling and I read an article, literally read an article, Google searched how to convince your friend to watch all of Avatar when in the beginning they think it's slow. And it was a whole article written for that person. And I shared that article with you. I shared it over Facebook. You were just doors down. And I remember sharing with you and then I remember being like, no, I need to know she digested this. So I went to your door and I said, you cannot give up on this. Like you have to give it a chance. And you're like, I know. I'm like, you know, I think it's just like, I don't, I don't even care what you said. You were coming up with all these like excuses to just be yeah. kind. And I, I got it. I was like, okay, but you don't, like, you're going to finish this. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, 
But a couple days later, I just said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put together from the top of my head some of my favorite fights in anime. And we watched mm. an hour of those fights. Yes, yes. And oh, that, yeah. I think that had like a small, a small like move in the right direction. But then once book, like once the end, once we got to the end of book one, Mm-hmm. Which, of course, like when the North Pole, the, the, North, the Northern Water Tribe, wow, um, gets involved in, in the war and, and you know, to the degree that it does, obviously that kicks things off. And then book two is great. And then book three is just actual fires. Literally, it's literally fire, right? It's, it's so magical, yeah. From, from there, yeah, you're right. You did go to my hero from my memory. But you know what, you, what really did it was the one-two combo with... Um, with Kimi no Wa, oh. your favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so Attack on Titan being your favorite, we right. watched Kimi no Wa, and you sat there in a total shocked, just weeped state. I will have to we'll have to have a whole podcast about that experience because it was yeah, truly like true. cathartic. But the next day. We watched that no, or that night. Oh, maybe it was after a silent voice, but regardless, right after one of those, when you were sobbing, just on a whim, we watched the first episode of Attack on Titan. Oh and you, no, and- no, no, no. We watched, we watched Janelle came over and we watched, uh-huh. I think, the first My Hero movie. And it hit oh, me. Okay. It hit for some reason. Yes. I was like, oh. <gasps> Deck You're right. Do anything. So it was after that. So I mean, I was still, as I mostly am, at the end of you know movies and things, in a ball of just like emotions and and crying and over being completely overwhelmed. I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I, it's it's everything. Yes. Uh, but it was after that. Yeah, because right. I was kind of like, what am I going to do next? Like, except I, I, I think yeah. it wasn't Janelle. I think it was. I think it was our friend Greg actually because. The one we watched with Janelle was the second movie. Remember, I got so pissed because we went to her house to watch it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you're right. She, you're right. She came. She still came over for the first one. We you're watched. Right. We watched like I think week to week stuff with Greg. You're right. You're but right. But I think we no, did the first because right. we were like we did the first. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah. Anyway. I remember watching you watch the pilot and we were worried about you liking that one because, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, not that you weren't going to like it, but that it would take some time because up until that point, you hadn't really watched anything as kind of like twisted as that. Right. No, no. Um, and, you know, um, and so I'll never forget you watching one and then not stopping. You went into your room and watched like all of season one or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I remember like, because Daz was kind of also like in the room and and the three of you. Our roommate, by the way, at the time. Yeah, at the time, Daz was our roommate. You had all three kind of been like oh we could like what could we show her you know and then someone brought up attack on titan and then it was a lot of like oh she's either gonna like really like it or really hate it right now or like or what you know whatever it was but it was very much a toss-up of like everyone was kind of like i don't know um 
but yeah, we went in completely blind. And I, I mean, I had like knowing a little bit of that, no one said anything, no one said anything. So when it first starts and when the opening credit plays for season one, I was immediately like, what is going on? on here what is this and I wish for the life of me I could remember how the first episode ends but you're right I was like it was like I'm I'll never forget that whole week because it was like it was my week it was a trance I immediately went back I think I watched like five episodes that night I woke up the next day I was working from home my schedule was super flexible I was only part-time I watched all three seasons that were out at the time in that week (laughs) Yeah. Like I did not, I complete. I didn't even go to the, there were some, I, I remember you coming didn't out go to the gym. I didn't go to the gym and the gym is my life. So like, I remember coming to you and being like, I, I don't even want to go to the gym. Like yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't do anything until I take in every possible thing I can. It, for me, that was something. And I mean, everyone has their own experiences. For me, that was some of the most wild, exciting storytelling I had been exposed to, I think, ever. And yeah, it still stands as like, at least my one of my top two. Like, you know, I'm like, I think it's number one. Like, it just keeps getting better now that we're in, you know, the last season. But uh, it it was, it, I mean, I was hooked on anime definitely after that. I was like, no, this is, this is, if this exists here, cause this could never exist in any human film I watch. I was like, right. this could just not exist. I was, and like the, the, oh my God, I, I can really, I'm going to like not go too into it, but like for me, the most special thing about this show is the constant discovery and the constant turns and like, the constant like something will happen and you're like but of course that's happening because it was right there in front of my face the whole time and that like phenomena if you will to me is one of my favorite things in the entire world like I just love that we keep like shedding the layers in that show and like finding out more and finding out the truth and then like oh I think Attack like- on Titan rant over <laughs> <laughs> no I think right like um one of the things that I really appreciate about media that comes from Asia, just in general, right? Like I think, um, uh, you know, I have a lot of like very heavy opinions about this, but I think for years, particularly as we were growing up, Americans censored a lot of stuff that are shown to children. Mm. Um, and, and like, you know, like you can make an argument that that is a good thing. Like I know, for example, I was traumatized, seriously traumatized from watching the matrix as a child. I think I saw it when I was five, my mom, like never forgave my father for that. And like, I've had, I had like real like problems with movies, like not even Mm -hmm. like matrix related traumas, but just like with scary movies, like even the thumbs from spy kids, like traumatized me like I actually walked out of the theater and pretended I was sick so I didn't have to watch it and like like there were so many little things with like movies that are totally now but growing up even into like adolescence like really traumatized me so you know I think there's a case to be made for that but with that said that kind of cushion is not something that from like a raw format you find in like anime that comes from Japan 
So mm-hmm. that like that, like even when I look at four kids, which um, I don't know if you remember this, but Saturday morning cartoons, um, you know, that was a big part of my life. Like I remember the Battle City arc in Yu-Gi-Oh where like the main character, I mean, this was like the height to me of Saturday morning cartoons. It was like Shaolin Showdown and Yu- Yu-Gi-Oh where like they were battling with Egyptian god cards and there were these massive dragons and these this really great Egyptian lore that was manifesting into physical beasts that were battling each other. And it was like so cool. Um, but like four kids was a was the main distributor of that content in America that came from Japan and they censored mm. things. And you know, so like like for example, I think I showed you a video of this, and anyone who's listening to this can can look this up. If you go on YouTube, you'll see that there is a scene where um one of the main characters who's a card player is who's a millionaire had two thugs come in and they point their finger at him and they're like like we're we're gonna get you like you're not gonna get away with this and like whatever and like give us the stuff or or whatever and he jumps out yeah. the window and escapes from these goons right and I remember this vividly as a child like oh these thugs are gonna get him and like oh he escaped mm-hmm. and then I watched the Japanese version and they had guns they had nine millimeters <laughs> the stakes were so different and the four kids so censored different. it you know like and and so there was like little things like this where I'm like wow that would have completely changed my opinion about this now I care a lot more whereas like before I'm like what are you gonna do you're just mm-hmm. standing but now I'm like oh my god they pointed a gun at him so four kids is trash four kids is trash it's well documented trash Mm. They, 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 they censor stuff. They change the language so that it's like more like kid friendly. And, mm. you know, that shock and awe is like not there. Like another thing in the, in Yu-Gi-Oh is like this concept of the shadow realm where like, if you lose your soul gets banished to the shadow realm in Japan, if you lo- the Japanese version, if you lost, you died. There was no shadow realm. Your soul wasn't protected <laughs> in this other dark dimension only for to wait for a hero to bring you back. No, you died. <laughs> like, you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, it's so frustrating because I remember like, oh, the shadow realm. It's so cool. And now I'm like, wow, I was a little bitch when I was a child. <laughs> like, I don't think I was ready for people to die. But yeah. like, I look at the success at Squid Game as a perfect mm-hmm. example of what I'm talking about where like, I think one of the great things about Squid Game is like, it's shocking. Like people are like, oh my God, this is hard to look away from. It's hard to watch, but it's hard to look away from it because mm-hmm. there's just like, like there's no padding there. It's raw. It's real. All those yeah. people died. Yeah. And that's equally true in the stakes of anime, except mm-hmm. in Squid Game, those were adults and you, you know, you grew to care about some of them, but in anime, it's usually children. <laughs> that's the thing it's like it like you'll watch like even i think of my hero too i watch my hero and i'm like yeah let's get them let's get them boys and i'm like oh my god you're little boys like yeah. you're children like get away from her <laughs> but that's the exciting thing i think that's really great is that they're definitely not limited to censorship like and you see mm-hmm. some really really messed up i mean like even attack on titan right like oh my god you know like there's there's so many moments in there in that show where it's like wow this is really twisted somebody like did not get enough hugs growing up to come up with some kind of a story like this but some of them are the most exciting 
Mm-hmm. And you just know that that kind of a story would never fly. No. Right. Like in America, like, it, like it's, there are just not shows produced like that. It's so interesting too, because it's so like, I feel like Attack on Titan has become so mainstream in America amongst like anybody who has an interest in watching animation, you know, like, yeah. um, so it's like, that's, it's interesting that you say that. And like, I would agree at the same time, like, I don't think American companies are going to be, you know, producing things like that. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't watch a lot of adult cartoons. I watched like Bojack Horseman, but it was more like, um, you know, adult it wasn't, humor. Yeah, it was like adult humor. Like it wasn't even I like I are children in Japan watching like Attack on Titan. I like I don't. I mean, I oh, guess, 100%. right? Like Yeah. I just don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, I think that they try to like slot them in at more evening times, but mm-hmm. you know, make no mistake, like unlike America, like anime is so integrated into society. Now that's not to say like I'm you know I think it'd be a, a gross overestimation or a generalization to say that all Japanese people watch anime and that like mm-hmm. you know people live their lives with integrate anime fully integrated into their day to day, but mm-hmm. like when you go there you will see that it's on buses it's it's like they're Marvel and DC right you go to Seven yeah. Eleven you pick up Shonen Jump for like for the week you you know, you, you watch these things, there are little toys, there are, you know, it's, there's amusement parks, right? <laughs> like, uh, if know. I get one more TikTok for the Demon Slayer attraction at like Universal Studios out there or something, I'm, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it is something that like, the whole family, you know, tends to watch, which is really interesting, like when you study the like, clear acceleration of of the acceptance and adoption of anime culture in America right like like it has changed so much to now be you know and and a part of me feels like um the like woke culture Mm -hmm. has helped with that a lot like that it's no longer okay to (laughs) like come for people and be bullies and, mm-hmm. and marginalized further and you know there there's a there is a growing I think movement for that organically when it comes to being politically correct right and so I think mm-hmm. that has helped but I also think that like there are platforms today that just didn't exist when we were kids like Dragon Ball Z when we were children was the most probably the most popular anime mm-hmm. mainstream like especially for people who didn't, their life wasn't anime. Like you may not have watched it, but you've heard of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, You might've watched an episode of Dragon Ball Z and not known what was going on and then just never watched it again. Same with like Pokemon. Like it shocks Mm -hmm. people that people find out that Pokemon is an anime and that there's a Japanese version. Uh, The manga of which, by the way, is dark. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but Pokemon is dark. Yeah, people like, like, there are there are stories, Pokemon stories out there that are that, you know come straight from the source where like mm-hmm. they don't lose, they die. They, like and and humans Pokemon? marry Pokemons. <gasps> like Pokemon, I said Pokemons. Wow, now I sound like my mother. Um, Pokemans, right? It was Pokemans. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like they they die, they get married to Pokemon. They're like integrated into society in a way that like America. And the, you know, Christian elite that censor a lot of our stuff could not mm-hmm. process. 
mm-hmm. and they had to water it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, Pokemon's kind of dark if you really look into in, into it. Uh, but anyways, my point being like Dragon Ball Z is not a title anime that's going to get the whole world excited. Like there are people mm. who really love fighting who are liking that. But like there are just other stories that I think are more palatable yeah. for yeah. a larger groups of people than just that. Cool. Okay, so Dragon Ball Z. That's where we that's where we We had a little stuff. technical difficulty and now we're resuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I don't remember what I was saying. I, I think I was saying just that like if there was gonna be an anime that united everyone together, I think Dragon Ball Z is not not the diverse one. <laughs> doesn't have diverse enough of a plot to bring in uh different like viewers that like different kinds of content like i think it's yeah like it's got a great target market and for that target market it hits mm-hmm. really different and well but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know um it's not to say that like the shonen uh which now i'm using like anime jargon and uh, mm. shonen being one of the most more popular anime genres is doesn't dominate and like like it's not to say that that's yeah. not true because it, it does it like by far yeah. does um you know i i think like like dragon ball z like it's hard to not bring up dragon ball z in that because obviously number one it's a shonen and number two like it was one of the first things that made anime it put anime on the map in, in america I think Mm -hmm. on a larger scale, on a larger commercial scale, I should say. There are other things like Astro Boy and like we could talk about some of the like older stuff another time, but Dragon Ball Z, I think, put anime on the map in the mainstream, commercial mainstream. But then when you look at the big three, that's what people call Mm. it, like the big three. We're talking about One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are also shonen. But, like, they're more palatable than Dragon Ball Z in terms of just, like, there's something in them for everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like, when I think of the cast, and now, mind you, I haven't watched all of Dragon Ball Z. I remember watching it as a kid. Um, did I know what was going on? No. I know for a fact that there was maybe one weekend where I did watch it and then watch it the next week because it was like some big battle in the middle of a desert. I'm not, I'm, that's all I know though. Um, sure. But yeah, like when I think of Dragon Ball Z and mind you, I don't know it, but I see like one archetype of a person and it's like just a big beefy dude that does, that fights other big beefy dudes. And so like, but when I look at, like Naruto, for example, that I'm way more exposed to there, there are other characters, like there's other people that have other like motives, other interests, there's women, the women are cool. Like, so for me, for me, I'm like, of course, that's why I would like Naruto better. Cause I'm like, you know, we say what we could say about Sakura, but like (laughs) she's, she's strong now. Like I'm in, I'm in Shippuden now I'm on episode 50. I have to watch 58 of Shippuden. Um, but she's strong now. 
And like, you know, I love Hinata. I love, oh, I can't remember her name, but she's from the Sand Village. She has the big fan. Tamari. I love her. Love Tamari. Um, so, so like to your point and I'm, you know, I, I literally started the first chapter of bleach. I, I decided I'm going to read bleach for a little bit and then maybe hop in when it, when you would might recommend watching it would be maybe. This is a, definitely going to be a controversial point. stance, but like here, here's the truth. Here's the reality of the situation. Bleach, Naruto and one piece are not the big three because of the anime. They're, they're, they're known as the big mm. three because they were the biggest sellers of Shonen Jump for years. They dominated mm. Shonen Jump. I mean, Shonen Jump isn't just comprised of these major titles. They have smaller, like, like I almost called them indie titles. But that's not accurate. <laughs> they're, they're just smaller titles that, like, are trying to pick up steam. And, like, you know, if they are successful and they bring in readership, then they continue. If not, Shonen Jump kills them. But One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach dominated shonen jump for years and like it wasn't even close uh compared Mm. to their their rivals now like you know not here and there there might have been some people who broke records like when something kind of came out of the shadows and grew in popularity and kind of went viral right but like by and large Mm. they dominated and like so from that perspective you know there might be people who listen to this who are like very passionate about the anime who might go like no that's the wrong way but like that's not how it happened there that's not happened in japan it it wasn't an anime to begin with they started as manga first and then they got an anime um Mm -hmm. uh, at least i believe that's the case for all three they some sometimes there are shows and i don't i really don't think it happened with these three sometimes there are shows that come out first and to test the market and if it's successful they'll create a a manga but by and large like normally the reason a show gets an anime is because they want to boost the sales for the manga. So they'll have a Hmm. phenomenal first season and they'll never reanimate anything after that just to get people to go, well, I need to know what happens next. So I'm going to buy the manga. Um, But yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Except when the fighting begins, then you should watch the anime because it's like worth it. I'm literally so confused because I I was told by several people to watch Bleach because I love swords. I love fighting. And I mean, I'm like I said, I haven't even finished the first chapter. I started reading it on the train (laughs) and I was like, he can see ghosts. I was like, is this like magic? And then I'm like, this feels (laughs) like because I also started. I think I got like like 20 something chapters into Black Clover and I was like, is this like um, black clover? Like, is this just magic? And um, again, I don't know yet. So like, but I was like, what is like, where are the swords? So far, I just met the samurai girl who, who Rukia. like is kind of, she's kind of filling him in right on where, what she's like, you can see that. And I forget what exactly it is, but she explains like what <laughs> she does and stuff. And so like, she has a sword and I'm like, where are the swords? I just, <laughs> I did not, I did not expect it to be about magic <laughs> or, or ghosts rather. It's not magic. It's like, I didn't know that this, like this thing was happening. And so I'm kind of like a little bit, like, I don't even know where this is going to go. Cause it's not anything that I expected. That's really funny. <laughs> and truly like my full expectation is that you put a big dent into bleach this year. 
So like, I can't wait to revisit this later because mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. going to, we're going to listen to this exact, some, <laughs> this exact portion of this podcast in the future. And I can't wait for you to look back and be like, I was so wrong and misinformed. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, God. I... It's just funny. Like even calling it ghosts and for where you are at in the story, <laughs> you're, you're like, your analysis is not incorrect. And, and, and yet like where the story goes, you're going to be like, what, how did, how did it get there? And it, 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 it gets there. You just got to give it some time. This story, this story is full of swordsmen. Everyone is a swordsman. Which is what I thought that everyone said that to me. I even my tattoo artist, like, but it's not like Samurai Champloo, for example, which is purely about samurai, like fighting from beginning to end. Like, Mm. it's not, it's not like, like there is a plot and don't get me wrong. There are powers involved. But I'm not mm. going to explain anything because I want you to find out for yourself. Uh, but yeah, there are powers and there are swords. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I am very excited, though, because I know that it's like I know that it has uh, like you were saying, it's one of the big three. So I know it has like a super big following and people love Bleach. And it's so, you know, I just I mean, even from when I started getting into the world of anime, like Bleach was always being like thrown around. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm very excited to start it. I mean, and and the and the reason why, sorry, the reason too why I'm reading it is like based on what you previously told you about how I was watching Aang and stuff. I I now have a better head space about it, but I feel like when I started watching Naruto, when I started watching this, I feel like so many people are gonna hate me for this. When I started watching Avatar: the Last Airbender. You know, like they're so they're such immature kids and like it takes so long to kind of like build the world and build the rules and like all of that pays off freaking tenfold when you get into like what's actually happening. But me, I was like, oh, my God, like this is hard to watch and blah, 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 blah. And like (laughs) just being like a, a snooty watcher. And so I was like, I really, and, and you even, you even texted me. I was, I was like, I'm going to start bleach. And I wound up not starting it that day, but you were like, just give it a chance. <laughs> just Give it a chance. <laughs> Cause you know me and you know I that do. I'm like, it's going to take, it's going to, I'll get through it, but it takes me longer when it's like a slower start. And I think that's also just kind of like how, you know, how things were at that time when those were all like, you know, starting in, in, in the anime and everything. But it's, I, that's it's why I was like, tough... I'll read. Yeah. And that's probably a really good move. I recommend it um, for that reason. I mean, I think there are a lot of shows like that and like it's blind faith trust that you have, like, you got to mm-hmm. know that there was a reason a lot of people watch this and then it dominated the, the like sales for years. Like you have to just trust that and go with it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I even look at like one of my favorite anime of all time. It's called Steinsgate. It's 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I remember the same thing. Like I, there are a lot of people in the community that I really trust who can say like, this is going to be good. And I, I believe it. And this was one of those things. And the first eight episodes go by and I was so bored every week. I literally remember going into my anime list and reading the reviews after every episode and being like, why 
do people, why are people excited about this? This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then by episode 24, it's a masterpiece, but it's so hard. And like, you know, even um, our old roommates, Greg and Daz, who we mentioned earlier on the podcast, mm-hmm. I had to get them to start and re- like finish it five or six times before they actually did it. But by a certain point, they were able to get through the whole thing and, and it like it obviously pays off, but it's yeah. hard. Like waiting for the story to build is hard, but when the mechanics are and the nuance is complex, it is really overwhelming. I think. Right. Like, mm, like yeah. attack on yeah. Titan doesn't have that problem because the world breaks open a season and a half in or two seasons in. I'm talking about like yeah. the big break open, not the like, you know, yes. what I mean. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plain and simple. There, there are Titans. Everyone's gonna die, and there are these little things with blades that are the only like defense they have. It's not like it, more it, complex than that. Yeah, it just starts off with like such a bang, and like I literally go back to the days of when when we were when we were rooming together, and you, you were sitting there, and you were like, okay, we're gonna watch Naruto, and you know, then they have yeah. like Naruto's happening, and there's like a a damn near like a slideshow of <laughs> what jutsu is and i was like oh man <laughs> or what chakra <laughs> is part of me not do oh well, i mean yep, i know yep. they used to do but what the, like where the chakra is and where they get it and then when it gets here that's this level of chakra and this is this and i was like oh my god just use it <laughs> just use it <laughs> hit somebody <laughs> such a i'm such like a an action junkie in that way like i i truly love action and i just find that with myself i'm like unless it's something like kimi noa where it's like okay you're sitting down and you're watching a film i'm like yep. why are we hitting each other <laughs> where where is the fighting i'm like so so shallow in that way but i mean like yeah it's I hard with other internal things. dialogue because like with internal dialogue, when you're reading, you can, you get to voice the internal dialogue in your head. And for mm-hmm. some reason, reading that is just easier than watching mm-hmm. someone talk about something in their head. <laughs> yes. Right. Like think about yeah. Tokyo Avengers, right? Like mm. it's like a good example. I feel like where like the situational awareness that they have, live on the on anime where they're like oh my god if he makes that move th- then i'm gonna have to do this and then and in your head you're like just like do it and then when it comes <laughs> like dodge it right like instead of being yeah. like when it comes i'm gonna dodge it and then i'm gonna do this and like i get it that is a critique for sure um that i can't really defend other than to say that without that, kids won't get it later in the later in the shows when they never will have those explanations. One hundred percent, and like that's like, I think you explained that to me early on too. Of like, you know, we're we're watching this so that we know, so that when it's just like bang, 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 and happening, you're kind of like, oh, like you're just with it, and you kind of really yes. really understand what's going on, and it's not just like, oh yeah, they're magic. It's like, no, they freaking train for this yeah <laughs> they can exactly. unlock this level of chakra that you can't even comprehend <laughs> like you know 
I think Avatar does it really well when they break down like the four elements and the four nations and like that mm. one scene where Iroh teaches Zuko how to redirect lightning. So then when it happens, oh, you're like, oh my God, I know what's going down. And like, I know the mechanics of this. And he, if he hits his heart, like, oh, he's holding on for too long. Like, let it go. You know, like, you're able to like, <laughs> live through that moment, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We should, we should maybe the next, the next podcast, we can just do a mm-hmm. dive on Avatar. Like, I think there's Oh my so God, I would love about. that. Yeah, uh, and there's also a lot of new news in the Avatar universe that, like, I would like to read up on, and like maybe we can talk about some of that too next time because oh, I it's love exciting. that. Let's just do a whole Avatar episode next week. That's a great I'm idea. So um, so- I think with that we should sign off. Yeah, agreed. Well, thank um, you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for listening. If you made it this Our- far. <laughs> if you made. It- there was no direction for the first episode. We're kind of just, you know, I mean, we do this regularly. We we just yes. will call and and do this regularly and and discuss and stuff. So we were like, let's let's you know put it somewhere and and have some fun with it. Um, but if there's something that we talk about and you guys listen and you're like, oh, that was I didn't know about that. Like, and you want to know more about it, maybe we can have like a segment or something. Just let us know. That would Sometimes be fun. Yeah. Random saying interesting things <laughs> randomly. This yeah. is definitely going to be sort of like a growing and figuring out what, what, what we want everything to be. I think. Right. So yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>